This is Dr. David Pomeroy, your host on ADHD Focus. I wanted to remind you that the show is not intended to be a recommendation for diagnosis or treatment of any condition for any specific person. Please consult your mental health professional or doctor managing your ADHD or mental health issues about any diagnosis or treatment-related information that you hear on the show. Refer your ADHD provider to the show if he or she would like more information. Thank you. I'm glad you have joined us today. And today we'll be talking about marginal change, incremental change to help with organization. And my guest is Denise Allen. She's a member of the National Association of Professional Organizers, but also has a certification in that group to be an ADHD specialist and is one of 25 people in the world who are masters, master trainers in organization. So she has a great deal of experience and particularly with the population of ADHD folks. Denise, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. And I should mention also that uh, you don't have to be in the Pacific Northwest to benefit from Denise's expertise. She has a newsletter that comes out, is it monthly or weekly? Monthly. Monthly yeah. newsletter, but also on their Facebook page, Simplify Experts. Uh, they are daily tips, so you only have to do one at a time, those incremental changes. Well, Denise knows that I love um, cycling, and she pointed out that uh, one of the good examples of the incremental change in marginal gains was used by Dave Brailsford, who was coach of the uh, British cycling team. And over three years, they made little changes in their aerodynamics, what kind of helmets they had, their nutrition and eating programs, all kinds of little things. And three years later, one of their riders won the Tour de France. So little gains, little changes made a big difference. We all don't have to be cyclists to benefit um, from these things. Um, but Denise, let's talk about how organization shows up kind of in real life. I know people think of organizing a room or, goodness sakes, the garage, which is way too big for most people to think about. Um, but there are other aspects of organize, organization that uh, can hang people up. Right, absolutely. So, um, you know, clutters postpone decisions. So, uh, you know, if you, if you can make time to put organization into your life, which will have, you know, tremendous ramifications, especially in the ADHD world, um, organizing can really help bring down your white noise of your environment and help add to focus. And when you think about um, when, you're, when you're creating habits and things, they're results of, of lots of small decisions over time. And so uh, uh, I'd like to, you to think about the small decisions in, in different components of organization and what appeals to you and how you can start making small shifts that really start to add up um, to huge beneficial changes in your life. Um, if you look at 
time management. So, you know, time's very fluid for you. You're, con- you're consistently late. Um, so a, a small shift may be just wearing a, a watch instead of always kind of having a cell phone in your pocket and, and mm-hmm. not having that visual. Um, or placing um, an analog clock in every room we spend time in. So let's, let's create that, that visual. Um, yeah. Some people ask Siri uh, on the iPhone to set an alarm 45 minutes um, for 45 minutes when you sit down to play your video game. And instead of, you know, kind of losing the sense of the evening, just 45 minutes is enough to, to really engage or, you know, or whatever time it is. But if mm-hmm. alarms can really be your friend on that. Um, One of the and then, things on alarms, excuse me for interrupting, mm-hmm. um, when it's something like the video game, the alarm goes off and you're right about to get to the next level or whatever, um, it's easy to just, okay, swipe the alarm off. And uh, I know of two apps that you have to get up and go somewhere to turn it off. Uh, one of them is called Freaky Alarm, and the other one I just learned about is Kiwake, K-I-W-A-K-E. And you have to either, you can set up scanning a barcode, taking a picture, and that's the way to turn it off. Well, then when it starts, you have to go take that picture and Maybe that's up by your toothbrush, and now it's time to get to bed. Or wherever that you break the trance of where you're sitting. Now, the fellow with uh, telling me about the Kaiwake said, if you try to turn it off, then it makes an ambulance siren sound until you oh, actually wow. <laughs> take the picture. Um, which he forgot to disable it before he went on a trip well the picture's back home and he's in some foreign country and this ambulance noise is going on in his car so you do have to do a little planning on how you're going to use it but i think that helps break that trance of time because people with add don't have a sense of how much time has gone by and how much time it's going to take to do things I had a so, client who would set multiple alarms before she needed to pick her child up at the school bus. So mm-hmm. the, her child was in, in kindergarten and, and would end the day quite early, and, and she had just kind of become engaged in an activity. So she had her her alarm set um, five minutes, for, four times in a row, um, because it was uh, a huge personal value that she was never at the, bus, at the school bus late. Yeah. And I, I just, I really admired her. Um, for that insight um, yes, and, 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 and the high value. The, the, something definitely high value and having that repeated, not that you put it on pause, but that it comes up again and finally the third or fourth message, oh yeah, now it's getting serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that uh, the how to get out the door in the morning is a, a real common problem in terms of just all the things that go into it um, and I, I uh, liked some of the ideas you uh, had in the um, marginal gain uh, part of your newsletter on having for instance a checklist of everything you need to do in the morning that you've decided on um, maybe added some things as you forget them and add them to the list 
but then you mm-hmm. have something easy to look at. Right, right. And, you know, you can, you can do them. There's those really big, vivid post notes that are like eight and a half by 11. They're, they're quite vivid. They're neon. So it's just until you build the habit to have that on the back of the door, just, you know, um, maybe there's some extra paperwork that you need to carry or just not forgetting your lunch. You know, if, if you can, um, if you're good about bringing your lunch and can set yourself up for a good high protein, um, just power punch throughout the day, you know, just that checklist, it, it may seem elementary, uh, but, you know, just building that routine and habit, it's a game changer. It's, yes. uh, you know, I, and I, think it, I feel better when I'm eating right. Mm-hmm. And it that having the list reduces the noise in your mind of, am I going to forget this? Or wasn't there something else I was going to take? Is it today I need that? It's just right there, and you don't have to put that extra spinning around to try to remember it. Right. And, and the more you can just kind of have some habits within the door. And, and a lot of times I set this up with a client where we, we walk the space a lot. It's, it's, you know, we come in the front door and we have a bowl right there for keys. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, and, and there's a, um, there can be like a drawer that the wallet goes in or, or um, and a, a cell phone charger right there. You just want everything together to make it easy. We also want to uh, we want to use the same spot to drop your your mail that comes in because if mm-hmm. one day you drop your mail in on the washer coming in the back way, you leave some in the car, you know you're going to have a lab bill that that will bite you and, and send you to collections because it may be under the car mat, you know. But mm-hmm. if you can always put your mail in the same tray coming in the door, um, it just that's huge. 23% of the American population pay their bills late because they can't find them. Really? So the wow. easier, <laughs> it's huge. So the easier routines we can set up, you know, it just, it's such a time saver and anxiety saver and, and money mm-hmm. saver. I would, uh, I'm thinking about that and thought, okay, don't have a box that you put the mail in because you won't do anything until the box is overflowing by which time the bill you put on the bottom is going to be overdue. So have a relatively small area you put the mail that reminds you, okay, now I have to open it, separate bills. Usually junk can go out before you put things in there. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, and then setting aside a time every week that you've put on your calendar, this is the time I either pay bills or at least organize them, do something with bills in that one hour on a Sunday or whatever time. And That's a really common common like thought process or perspective that people don't think about. But, you know, if, if you are running your household, that's a hat you wear. You are the household manager. And you need, um, you need 60 minutes to two hours a week to run your home efficiently to deal with the paperwork, to, you know, schedule um, just the furnace cleaning, just some mm-hmm. thought process in, in home maintenance and running your household. Uh, so that you, if we just all waited until we felt like it to pay bills, you know, I certainly don't feel like paying the IRS quarterly, you know, but no. that, that can really bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely uh, 
do it first and the feeling will follow. But if you wait until you feel like it, a lot of things get uh, left behind. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So we had uh, chatted a little bit about also um, trying to free up some of that paper by maybe just having your utilities um, move them to online bill paying. So then you're dealing Mm -hmm. with less less paper that's coming in the house and um, you can schedule it according to paydays or, or best times of the month for you to, to pay those bills. Um, and when it takes a thought process, so if, as we're talking about marginal gains here, uh, to say, hey, I'm going to move shift all my bills to automatic bill pay uh, it is a very involved process. So maybe you just start with with maybe two utilities and seeing how it feels and if you like it. Um, so Because you're going to need your bank account numbers, you're going to need your statements there in front of you. It, you're learning a new system to set that up. So instead of maybe engaging with, you know, 12 bills that you may have, or right. know, seven bills, just, just start with one or two, get in the habit of it, see if it feels good. And maybe you're a person that never bills, never buys stamps or can, like I have, I have clients that have, have written checks and things, but they've let them sit for three weeks because they always forgot to forget to buy stamps. Huh. They're a client that, um, you know, shifting on to automatic bill pay will avoid some late fees. Yes, and and one, I was just thinking one of the times to get started on that is that time you set aside to pay the bill. We have the utility bill right there in front of you. That's got mm-hmm. the account numbers, the address it has to go to, then okay, your your bank website and online bill pay, whatever they call it, add a payee, and you can at least get one of them done. Maybe that's easy enough. You can get two of the other bills entered that you have there. So it doesn't have to be all seven of these bills and um, trying to find the numbers and this and that. Do it while you've got the bills right in front of you. Right. But I do, I I guess the caveat here that I would warn is there's often like if you, if you head to the doctor and there's, they do some lab work, those lab bills, um, those are those small bills that just, they're like $6 or $8, but they, they sit for some time and, and those companies send you to collections quite quickly. So yeah. even if you've moved to the to most of your bills online, it's still you need to go through and and make sure that you've handled all your bills because there's some some ones that aren't online that can still kind of um, bite you if you're yeah. if you're not paying attention. Yeah. And and uh, that's again something it takes thinking about it at the time, but usually if you go to the same doctors, they use the same lab. You can enter that lab as a payee. You don't have to set up an automatic bill pay, but if it's set up there, you have the bill, go in, put in the amount, bang, it's taken care of. Um, You don't have to make sure you have the return envelope that it came with and find the stamp and all those kinds of things. But it is just little changes, and gee, three months later, you don't get sent to collections all of a sudden. Right, right. So just these small shifts, you know, calendaring in in a time. And and it's funny because my whole life, 
um, Thursday, growing up on Thursday, we would have a, my mom would make a better breakfast when I was little because it was clean your room day. And that mm-hmm. is kind of shift. And, and that habit has stayed, like it's still the day of the week that I change all the linens in the house and, and wash the towels and things. So, you know, if, if, uh, you can, you can kind of book it to, um, to a, a day. Uh, I had a client who was, we, Tuesday is her errand day and she tries to kind of pull all the things instead of making multiple trips all over town throughout mm-hmm. throughout the week. It, it's kind of like, oh, that's the day I go to the dry cleaners and the grocery stores, you know, and it's just, um, and, and when you can, can like zone these things together, it's a huge time saver also. Right. And I, I like the idea of building in the reward for doing it as both a signal and a reward you have a more special meal or maybe that's the day you get to have um, a different kind of latte or even put the latte after three of the errands are done and not Mm -hmm. as the place you start. Um, One of the other uh, issues often for people with ADD is the long-term planning. Okay, we're going to go on vacation, um, but that's a ways away or have to choose summer camps for kids. Um, Mm -hmm. Trying to pick that out at the end of May probably isn't going to work because most of them are filled up. So entry in the calendar, February start, um, and yet there can be, there's certainly a lot of logistics to it. What's the best month to um, do it? Where can you find camps? What uh, can you afford? And one thing um, many of my patients have found helpful and something like that where there's this just long list as you, you know, as it occurs to you, you put it on and pretty soon you have a list of 25 things and it's all jumbled up is something called a focus map, which you can, I looked at one place online with a boy, it had lines and circles and all these little weird looking shapes and I thought that's way too confusing. Start with a pad of paper. In the middle, you have a box, and you put in summer camp. And you get four boxes around that, and one may say um, time, uh, which, which week, and another one, um, which camp, and uh, another one, the clothes you'd need, and say, and then you put lines out from each box and just write in the choices of camps or um, what weeks. Then you can figure, well, you need to figure out the week before we sort out the camp because you have to know when it's going to happen. Um, maybe you get to the closed one and there are lines all over the place coming out of that. That becomes its own center box. You don't get to add, have more than four boxes around any one. So it takes the list, it's this random list of things, and organizes it into parts. You can always add another part one place or another as you think of it. And then an extension of that would be to use a different color pen, say a red one, okay, put a number one circle at the which week. We have to decide that first before we can figure out the camp and go from there. Um, but that's a so it's an organization organization of thinking and thought that then helps you 
plan it as long as you remember to start it in February for the summer camps. Right. So, you know, I don't know if it would be beneficial to have a kind of a whiteboard um, for mm -hmm. your kids and just kind of kids activities are, are based on a whiteboard and, and you use um, part of that for for the map around, you know, your big activities that that you're focusing on, like like this camp. Um, so that's that's a, um, I find that my clients often uh, find it much more appealing to look at a map like that than a, than a long series of lists. So the productivity guru, David Allen, who shares the same last name as I, but not uh, wish I were related, um, he talks about when you have something in your inbox um, that is many, many steps, just to put a post-it on it and, and maybe write the first few steps. And, and then you could do one and just cross it off, but you, you've, you've given yourself the impetus to really start making some more more steps because that that can be very very daunting just uh to really look at the huge scope of a project you know yeah. uh, how do you eat an elephant one bite of it at a time but that's you know <laughs> it's it's daunting yes uh, things like that i think that's the what fits into the overwhelm someone thinks of all these different parts i bring up the example over and over of the garage we're gonna clean and organize the garage and open the door and think oh boy but I don't have two weeks to do that but, so uh, I'll tell you a hint of what I do with with my clients that want to do a garage people hate the garage it's cold the concrete yes. floor nobody wants to spend time out there there and um, some of the organization can get very micro very teeny you know if you start looking at your nails and screws and different things so um, I bring a couple organizers into a garage. Um, the energy of multiple people, there's a lot of big physical items you have to move out. It just, it's a harder job. And so we may go multiple people for a four hour chunk. Um, our typical session with a client is three hours um, just because there is moving of larger items. But the energy of multiple people that are that are supporting you not fighting with you, but but truly supporting yeah. you uh, is is a game changer. And I I think that's where the sometimes there are things so overwhelming. The desk is this mound of paper. Garages out there, there are boxes of stuff from one thing or another. That can s seem difficult even to figure out where to make the incremental change. And that's where um, a great investment would be hire an organizer to help get set up in your workflow for bills, clear out some of that area so you don't have the clutter and think, boy, what help is it going to do to set aside half an hour here and there? Put the time into the organization and getting the clutter out of there, then it makes it much easier to, to uh, look at those incremental changes too. So, and sometimes I can calm the visual. Let's say your dining room is full of paper piles, your dining room table, mm -hmm. and uh, you look at that and you just say, you know, there's huge numbers of, uh, of huge piles of paper, multiple. This is exhausting. We'll take a dark tablecloth and cover three quarters of it, so so that isn't visually bothering you. It quiets that, and then we're just looking at we're we're pulling that little pile towards us, and we're just kind of handling that little area. So mm -hmm. 
it's okay to kind of like bring down the clutter blindness of the other parts and just just do what's doable. So um, I've used a hula hoop with a client in space before. We're just, this is our focus area. Mm-hmm. This Good. is what we're doing. We mm-hmm. so talked it, about uh, a while ago the uh, use of painter's tape, the masking tape, mm-hmm. which I thought was great um, mm-hmm. because it doesn't really stick to things, but a portion out, whether it's a room, the desk, anything else, and if your goal is to just clear that one section, you have it done, you've accomplished what you set out to do, even though there's still more to go, it feels you get that reward of, I got done what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, that's a great idea. Um, I did add one part of that to when I tell people about that. You don't get to put back in the clear area something from the next space just to get it out of there. Treat that space as sacred, you know, yeah. and uh, a clear space is so restful and, and it's a nice, it, it's really helpful for a mind, mind shift change, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are so much bigger than the stuff. You are so much more important than the stuff, yeah. What are, um, oh, one other thing that I, I thought of uh, in terms of the getting ready in the morning, and it's one thing for adults to have an alarm and look the night before, um, what are the things I need to, to take to work? I know one person said, I make sure I put things right in front of the door I have to go out that morning. I'm not going to forget it if I have to trip over it. Um, but kids... It's a, a different story. Yes, they can tell time, but they don't always um, make the connection that, yes, at 10 of 8, that's when you have to be ready for the bus. Mm-hmm. But if they uh, have a favorite song or two, you can come up with, okay, by the end of this song, that's when you have to be dressed. So it's a game, and can you beat the end of the song uh, makes it fun and you're aligning the tasks to um, whatever it is. And I think probably most listeners, boy, I'm remembering 20-some years ago when my kids were watching Barney, and everybody knows when it's time to clean up, because it's clean Mm -hmm. up, clean up, everybody do your share. I think I probably could sing. I'm thing. seeing purple. <laughs> yes, yes, purple and, and green, that other that smaller um, dinosaur that was uh, around. But that's the kind yes. of thing that you associate. That's the activity with this song. Well, if you have a, this is your getting dressed song, um, and this is your putting your shoes on song, which often gets separate from getting the shirt and pants on. Um, Mm -hmm. that's another time management part so kids can take over um, that instead of mom always having to remind you to get your shirt on and find your socks and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So, and and we have different technology that can support that too. You can get that, that Google sound thing with Alexa. Alexa, play a children's song. Mm-hmm. And you could just ask her, and then, then the, it, it does it for you. So it just 
then you're not finding, you know, you're not finding a cassette or, or finding the CD that you have to put on. Like you're just having technology support you and, and, you know, most songs are about three minutes. So this is, you know, just, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to play an out the door song and, and that's it. And then Alexa stop and you, and you close the door. And so it's great that technology can support us that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I would need to have someone come in, find a uh, handy 12-year-old, come in and help me set up Alexa. <laughs> that's the kind of thing, organization. And, yeah, I would, I would just, uh, it would be worth it for me to pay someone. Then when I just say Alexa and it happens, great. But figuring it out, one fellow said, yeah, I can turn the heat down when I'm on a business trip in Japan and I forgot to do it. I thought, yeah, I'd have the fire department there or the pipes would freeze or something <laughs> because uh, getting those little details in technology, that frustrates me almost more than anything. Yeah. yeah. So we're pretty much at the uh, end of our uh, time together today talking about organization and incremental change and a couple of takeaways uh, I got from it was to have checklists for things you do repeatedly, getting ready in the morning to get yourself out the door. And you can add things as it occurs to you so that checklist isn't frozen in time. Another um, one was to set aside, say, errand day. Well, on that day, have a special breakfast or something that's a little reward and You've put all your errands into one place, consolidated them in that day instead of having them scattered throughout the week. Denise, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. I've been talking with Denise Allen, who is a professional organizer here in the Pacific Northwest, but you can access her uh, materials and suggestions at simplifyexperts.com and also on their Facebook page of Simplify Experts. Denise, thanks so much. You're very welcome. My pleasure. Okay, and we'll be signing off now. Thank you so much for listening to ADHD Focus. This is your host, Dr. David Pomeroy, hoping you are well until the next time we talk.